Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, digital agency owners and podcast listeners. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to ask you a quick question. Are you currently stressed out, cash crunched, or fed up with your business? If you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead generation problem, or maybe that it's the area you live in, or maybe this market has become too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around, and I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now that it's something much deeper that you're likely not even aware of yet. It's like a client who comes to you saying they need a website or Facebook ads or maybe a mobile app developed, but they don't even realize the deeper challenge or opportunity that's blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, then I want to invite you to apply for a YouGurus strategy call where we'll dig into those underlying issues and get you moving forward like never before. The aha moments will shift the way you think forever and you'll finally get the answers as to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your strategy call. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start your application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. All right, let's introduce today's guest. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we're hanging out with Chelsea Jones and Rachel Saul of chelseaandrachel.com. They build scalable website experiences, solve marketing problems that are standing in the way of e-commerce growth. In a nutshell, Chelsea and Rachel are Shopify experts. Uh, Their expertise enhances uh, an extensive knowledge of e-commerce trends, functionality, customer behavior, and design. They've helped many businesses transform an underperforming site to an all-out sales boom just by improving their online shopping experience. Chelsea and Rachel, welcome to the program. Thanks, Brent. Glad to be here. So um, tell me about your agency today. Kind of paint me a picture. Uh, is it just the two of you? What's your team look like? What's your focus area? Who are your typical clients? All that good stuff. So great question. So um, Chelsea and Rachel Co. started five, about five years ago, actually. We're coming up on our five-year anniversary, which is exciting. Congrats. And our team has grown. Our business has grown a lot over the last five years. Um, we currently have about 30 team members that work for us. Most of them are in Florida, but we have um, we have different people on our payroll across the country, depending on skill set. The and you other said thirty thing, team members, three zero, three zero, yes, very cool. <laughs> so we keep our name Chelsea and Rachel because it is still our brand. It's our focus. We started off um, our company when it was just me and Rachel, and then we have grown and expanded and grown our team over the years and our offerings because of that. But we really specialize in um, bringing bringing both sides of our, of our background. So I was a graphic designer and web developer. That was my background. And Rachel was a digital marketing strategist and genius and really helped with driving the sales. And so between the two of our backgrounds combined, brought that kind of full package agency. So in terms of, you mentioned that, um, or at least in the intro, I mentioned you focus on e-commerce and Shopify. So are you guys exclusively uh, Shopify uh, on that platform? 
So great question. We, we really do two areas of web development, Shopify and WordPress. So I've been doing WordPress for the last 18 years. So we do still do some development in WordPress, but our focus, and I would say our niche has really grown in the Shopify space because we've really done a great job of scaling websites from a level from like zero to a hundred in the sense of Shopify and Shopify Plus, if you're familiar with Shopify Plus, is the enterprise level version of Shopify. And we've grown a lot in that space and really help people bring that kind of next level e-commerce. So two team members to 30 in five years. I imagine that's just been like super easy (laughs) and no challenges whatsoever. And everything's worked out perfectly. Yeah. Right? We read each other's minds. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Rach. They say do it, it'll be easy. Do it, you'll love it. (laughs) No, actually, um, I think that's been our biggest challenge. And I think that as agency owners, really understanding the magnitude of what it means to scale and to scale quickly um, and doing it in a trajectory where we're debt-free and we're focusing on our growth and we're focusing on really maximizing our you know, just all of the logistics behind it is so critical. And I don't think that we actually knew what we were getting into when we first started the growth phase. But, um, I, you know, a lot of the hiccups that have come along the path really have just been those growing experiences that you have to have. Like you can't teach growth. There's, yes, there's principles, there's skills, there's techniques. But until you actually experience what it means to be overwhelmed, overworked, underpaid, it, it, it drives you and pushes you in directions that you could only, you know, create and and write yourself. And so through our um, immense growth and our ability to harness it, we've been able to undergo quite a bit of transformation in our processes and our logistics and our communication as partners um, and really just growing in our really unique skill sets as leaders as well. um, And knowing that, at the end of the day, no, you cannot do it all. <laughs> You're not capable of doing it all. And the only way to grow is to be able to leverage a team that you trust. So that's pretty much where we've come to even, you know, we're still in the middle of this growth phase and it's going to continue for quite a bit of time. But we're very thankful that uh, we've learned some hard lessons along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had a number of, of sleepless nights and all-nighter projects, as you think happen only in college. No, try starting a digital marketing agency. <laughs> but, you know, you handle them, you tackle it, you become problem solvers. And ultimately, we've learned in our time and experience, and we're always growing as it comes down to communication and to really communicating well with the clients you have and solving the problems that you have. Because problems are always going to be there regardless of the business, but it's how you handle them with grace, understanding, and communication that makes the difference. Did, did, did both of you know each other before? I mean, obviously you knew each other before you partnered up, but did you know each other in a, in a more of a personal context or did you run into each other professionally? Um, how, how did the partnership form? So that's really interesting. Um, you know, we I believe that Chelsea and I have a very unique business partnership. We are actually distant relatives. I, extended through marriage, we're not blood related at all. But what brought us together about six years ago, I believe, maybe six and a half, is we had a um, family member who wanted to start a Kickstarter business. And she had heard, well, she knew because it was Chelsea's direct relative. She knew Chelsea's skill set. But as someone's married into the family, she had heard about what I did as a digital marketing consultant and decided to pick my brain. And 
really brought the two of us together to help her launch her Kickstarter business. Mm -hmm. And side note, we got that fully funded within two weeks and we were able to bring that to market. So that was a really amazing win for us. So what happened is we discovered that we not only work well together, we carry same values, ethics, standards of business, standard of, of operation, just holistically inside us as people that really created this very unique business partnership. And I would say one that really could not have been written any other way than just how it all came together. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I would tag on to that, like same work ethic and also just ability to like learn, like Rachel and I are both curious people. We are always going to be learning, always going to be growing. You know, that's kind of a buzzword to say growth mindset right now, but there really is a lot of that. And I think that to me is like invaluable. And the other unique thing that we kind of came at together when we started this Kickstarter campaign for this project is we were doing a lot of those late night calls like this and working on design. I was doing the logo and the website. She was doing the digital marketing strategy and we were just communicating, communicating early on. And we were like, wow, we do this really well. And after that project was ended, we're like, let's do another one. And then we're like, let's start a company. And that's pretty much how it went. <laughs> Actually, I think the story went like this. I had an idea because I'm an entrepreneur in sphere. Both of us are. And I always have a million ideas for every single business possible that comes through my head. And I remember crafting up a business plan for an idea and a concept. Like I really want to start something new. I'm ready for a change. And I'm like, hey, Chelsea, what do you think about this business plan? And she's like, oh, that sounds great. But what do you think about this business idea? Let's partner together and let's let's provide more services for clients. And, and really, it was really cool how it came together. And now we're here. Yep. So, so you both had kind of the idea of creating a business at the same time you were working together on some things and it kind of worked out. Rachel, you mentioned shared values, ethics, and standards. Did you sit down and write out these shared values or was it more of a gut feeling initially of, I think we kind of share some common values. I mean, did you even actually say that to one another or did we just kind of say we should work together? This feels right kind of thing. It was a gut feeling. And I believe that in the majority of decisions that you make, you know, when you're making a high level decision, yes, take counsel. Yes. You know, consider the options, but really your gut is going to tell you initially what you should be doing. And this was a gut reaction. I mean, we were both in similar places. We're both um, busy entrepreneurial moms who have worked for themselves and provided, you know, from that way. We're not tied down. We we just have, cannot work for somebody else. <laughs> we ruined ourselves from the traditional boss years and years ago. So we've always been on our own. And it just clicked. And because we were similar in our, in our home life and our family life, along with like our, our community, just it's quite no, we've never written anything down. Um, but I can guarantee you we're so on point with things that we can really make decisions for one another and not really step out of line because our thinking is just spot on with one another, which I think is super unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I would say to also tag on to that, um, like on a personal level. So like we were intentional about who we are as people. Like we both had like mentors on our own, right? We both came from like this freelance world and then we wanted to do something different and do it more for the company. But also like we actually started our business with a prayer. Like, can we pray together? Like, let's figure this out and see what that looks like. And that's literally how we started our company was, um, was yeah, gut reaction and kind of asking God to bless it. So move things forward that way. 
So having that that shared value set, I mean, in in a little bit of of way of of kind of being open to prayer and I don't know if I want to say religion in your business, but like if you had that set of shared values, kind of provided some like permission to to play to make this thing happen together in the same the same way. Absolutely, and I think that comes along the lines of any kind of shared life experiences. That there's things that you agree upon, you know, that just don't change and when you're entering into a partnership, it's like a marriage and you have to be able to really not change and not budge from your commitment. And so I think to really honor a good partnership is to know that your core being and your core truths and your core reality and ways that you conduct yourselves is not going to change. And that way you can trust, you know, and I think that's where our trust really comes from is, is understanding of who we are as people at the core and that those things will, will be immovable. Mm-hmm. Yep. How long was it from when you first started the agency to when you decided that this, I mean, obviously you're starting a business together. I mean, most people, when they start a business are trying to grow or achieve something, you know, financially or with their freedom or, or, or whatever, or, or just fun. When did, did you decide from day one that you wanted to scale this up? Cause I mean, some people hear a 30 person agency and, and they're, you know, their blood pressure raises and they're like, no, that's not my thing. Was that part of the original plan or was that more uh, a consequence of circumstance and doing great work together? <laughs> it's a great question. I, I would say no, it wasn't part of the original plan. However, plans always change. And if anybody tells you in business that they're going to come with, in with a plan and le- exit with the other one, then they're lying to you. I think the biggest thing in anything with business is we adapt and change based on the need and based on the market. And what we saw in our market was there was a lack of clear, good communication of people that wanted to truly help and help people understand what was going on in this tech space and in this um, space of, you know, PPC and email marketing and and e-commerce and how all of it worked together. And one thing Rachel and I do really well is we really like to come at it from a holistic strategy of what does that mean to really have something work together from the design of the website to the marketing campaigns to the ads that you're running and ultimately brand awareness, making that brand go forward. And we've gotten to, we, we love working on lots of projects. So I think it's grown and scaled based on the need and also based on, on what we know we could do and the resources that we personally have and the time limitations. So yeah, I would say equipping a team and making them on value with our culture and with the way that we are as people and how we need to like kind of infuse that as leaders and then still executing work. Like we're just as much in the trenches with them doing the work as, as we are leading and making things happen. And I think that's really important for any leader and any business to do. They've got to be in the trenches, some know what it's happening. What are the pain points and the problems that you're running into? So you can ultimately fix and move them forward better. And you're currently set up, uh, I think as a, are you guys a virtual shop? Is it set up without an office or is there an office with the brick and mortar team and all that kind of stuff? So we have, we do um, virtual offices and most of our, our spaces are co-working spaces. We do have a number of our team members that work in the same one in, a, in an office in Florida. So, um, but we manage everybody digitally. I mean, we started this digital. I was in Colorado, Rachel's in Florida. Our headquarters are technically in Colorado, but we are nationwide um, and just work off of timestamps and, you know, digital processes to make sure things get done. 
So what are some of those speed bumps in terms of scaling up a virtual shop? Because that works for some people and some people swear by having an office and having local staff. And, you know, I, I hear lots of pain points on both sides, but for you and your experience, uh, what's what's been some of the, the stumbling blocks as you've tried to scale up to 30 as a virtual company? I would say communication is really the most critical thing that you have to hone. How you communicate, expectations of communication, what are the pro- what's the process? Where are we communicating on? Is it email? Is it project management? Is it base camp? Like we had to set up a very clear system of communication, not only with our clients, but also with all of our team members. Because um, without that process of communication, knowing, okay, we're going to use this platform. This is how we're going to make our updates. This is how we're going to make sure that we're moving the project along. Because when you're not next door to somebody in the office and you can't just walk in and say, Hey, I need updates on X, Y, and Z. We don't have a traffic meeting where we're all sitting around the same office asking for these on a Monday morning. It's a little bit different. And we do that strictly because we're different of an agency. Like I grew up in agency world. Chelsea did too. You know, that structure, that formality where some of it's okay. Most of it's just stuffy and we just want to move the needle forward. Right? So we're, we eliminate the fluff and we eliminate all of the things that just take and waste time and we're going to execute. You know, at the end of the day, what our clients want is revenue. They want conversions. They want action. They want stuff to get done. And so we honor that and we create a culture in that same way. So communication, absolutely, first and foremost, to be able to streamline that across multiple departments and in a timely fashion is critical. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, it was communication. I think Chelsea, you might have something else to share on your end. I'm like the operations oversight, overseer, strategy executor. So I see it from that perspective (laughs) always. Yeah, I would echo that. And honestly, like we talk all day long with our team and with our stuff. So the one thing I say we bring to the table really well, especially because we're moms is nobody can really multitask on multiple levels, but we're used to spinning multiple plates. And what I mean by that is we can have our apps with Slack and Hangouts and everything and be communicating on five different conversations about five different projects at one time with checkpoints just to make sure we're moving the needle forward and making things happen. And that's like just how we love to work. So like we're we're also mobile in that sense. So we love to just base it base our bottom line on, on one thing and one thing alone. And that's results for our clients. And all of that comes back into play on how do we communicate? How quickly can we eliminate the fluff? Like Rachel said, and make it actually happen where we're moving the needle forward. And the best thing I think with, with e-commerce since that's our specialty is really, you know, it comes back to traffic and sales. Like if you're not moving the needle on those two things and having more traffic and more sales, then something's wrong. You need to fix it. So Yeah. I think that's kind of a, a good baseline. Chelsea, you mentioned, you, you said specifically we're moms, meaning the two of you or broader at a team culture level that you, that that's kind of more of what the team's made of? Yeah, no, actually it's, it's mostly Rachel and I, we do have a few moms um, on our team. Absolutely. But of our, our 30 team members, we actually have a lot of guys on our team too. We, we go for the best talent just like anybody would. There are some people on our team that are the best SEO writers, some people the best PPC, you know, there's a lot of that kind of space. So we focus more on talent than we do gender. But but yeah, I would say as moms like Rachel and I, like we understand this process and it's easier for us to kind of move into that of like, we have to manage 10 things at one time. 
Hey, what's up, digital agency owners? Are you currently an SEO agency or an agency that offers SEO services to your clients? I have some exciting news for you today. There's a platform called SEO Monitor that is built specifically to help digital agencies provide more effective SEO campaigns for their clients, ultimately helping you guys make more money and be more profitable. SEO Monitor is the only SEO platform that is actively working for you as an agency. Their platform is laser focused on companies that are offering SEO services to their clients, providing deep insights on keywords, campaign level reporting, and also a topic explorer that's gonna help you provide better keyword research for your clients. Their platform understands the dynamics of running multiple SEO campaigns and also managing multiple clients under one platform. One of my favorite tools within the SEO Monitor platform is their forecasting tool. This tool literally allows you to forecast the value of SEO services so that you can go back to your clients and help pitch them on higher value services, which is totally in alignment with everything that YouGurus teaches. SEO Monitor offers a world-class support team, so they're there when you need them, and they have top-level service-level agreements to make sure that your agency is always able to deliver to your clients. If you want to find out more about the SEO Monitor and YouGurus partnership, go to seomonitor forward slash DAS for Digital Agency Show. That's seomonitor.com forward slash DAS. On that page, there's more information about how SEO Monitor is going to help you level up your SEO game, deliver better results to your clients, and become more profitable. There's links out to their free Topics Explorer tool, which is pretty awesome, free for anybody to use, and I highly recommend it. They also have information about their Spark program, which is a $5,000 grant for SEO agencies or companies that are focused on SEO that have been in business for less than three years. So check that out at seomonitor.com forward slash DAS. All right, let's get back to our program. How is that? Ben, for, for both of you on, uh, I, don't, I don't know where you were in your journey of motherhood, but uh, in terms of founding the business, like what age were your kids at broadly when you decided to start the company? Okay. So um, I have four kids and we started the business about five years ago. So that would make my oldest eight. He's 13 now. And my youngest was one. <laughs> so, and then they're in the middle there. Chelsea's in the same boat. Yeah. Sorry. I, mm-hmm. I currently have a six-year-old and a four-year-old and I was pregnant with my son Titus when we started our business. So yeah. <laughs> Great time to start a business, yeah. you know, growing the family and might as well I mean, engage not? in high-risk behavior, right? Something else on. But I think what I wanted to share about that, I think anybody who's a parent watching this can relate, is that there's so many crossover skills in good parenting that it is in good leadership, especially as your kids get older. So um, when they're younger, it's more about training and molding and shaping and creating behaviors and and guiding there. But as they get older, so my oldest is 13 and it's we're coaching. I'm coaching him now to make decisions, to help him think, to help him have mindset, right? And a lot of just good leadership in business and in a team environment there's so many crossover skills. So I feel like I'm getting, I'm, I'm doing it on all angles of my life. <laughs> so it's almost natural. In a sense. And I would also tag onto that to be okay that there's different seasons of life, different seasons of business. Like when we first started and I was pregnant, we could only handle so many smaller clients, you know, now that we're farther along, we have more team members, we can handle more things. Like it's a better season for us to really grow and scale. 
So, um, and, and honestly, that's been a hard thing as an entrepreneur to admit to and also make sure that we're at honing because I, I'm a fast mover. I like to make sure we're moving the needle forward, but to be content that there are different seasons in a business and there are different seasons for when to grow and when to kind of just keep going. I found getting into parenthood as already being, you know, having my business already established, it helped me get like really organized because I had a lot less time. So I was like, oh man, just kicking back at the desk, kind of checking Facebook, hanging out, like I'll get to work later. Right? Like that stuff was, is just yeah. gone, right? You're, you, you don't have yeah. time for that, right? You have to like balance the work in between, you know, nap time or kids demanding Legos to be built a very particular way <laughs> yes. uh, for any of you. It's true young. because, you know, your time is limited to begin with and even more so when you have more responsibilities. And so you value your time more, you value other people's time more and you become choose to become more efficient because you just don't have the flexibility to do the way that you operated 10, 15 years ago. I mean, you do have little people who, who require your attention and you need to be present for that. So it just helps you be smarter, make smarter decisions um, so that you can become more efficient with your time. Absolutely. What's next for your company? Is it is it to continue growing and scaling and, and becoming, you know, the the like a massive Shopify and e-commerce shop, or are you comfortable where you're at? What's, what's right. next? So I think, I think you're always growing. And if you're not growing, you're kind of going backwards. So I would say as a whole, um, yes, we are growing and we want to keep growing, but I think in our space and almost our niche is really helping those like kind of medium sized brands that want to take it to the next level. That is where we're really good at. And I can give a shout out to a current client we work with is Bobo's Oat Bars. Um, they're made in Boulder. They're amazing bars. If you didn't, if you haven't eaten them yet, but their website, eatbobos.com has, um, we've been at with them since the beginning and been able to scale them and scale them really well, but we just love their culture, their business. We love kind of taking on this persona in a way of making sure we're like part of their team. So yes, we're an agency, but any client we choose to work with at any level that we want to really grow, we want this to see it as kind of a partnership with them as well. So, um, so I think growth is definitely on the horizon. E-commerce as a whole, as a market is, is growing like crazy. Obviously everyone knows the Amazon stats, but I think e-commerce in these micro brand spaces has a huge leverage for growth. Like because Shopify plus, for example, as an enterprise level has more automation tools in place, has more multi-channel omnipresent kind of focus points from pulling in data from Amazon to this. So as we know, like in marketing, it's so much of this big data kind of concept, but data is only as good as the implementation that you do. So if you aren't taking data and making changes in your culture and your business um, to move that needle, then what's the point? So Rachel and I are really good at that strategy piece. We like to take data and then implement. So it really is that kind of focus. Um, and I see just a growth curve happening for that of making, making a bigger impact on a lot of brands in this space. Very cool. Well, I like uh, I like to hear that. Um, I'm curious, Rachel, from like an operational perspective, kind of internal in the company. What what are the things that you're tracking right now in terms of how to to, to sustain mm, that growth? billable versus non billable hours? <laughs> so, 
true operations person, right? Like we're either making money or we're not really, making money. The, the hardest part in that aspect with our growth is that we still have, we have a lot of clients who have been with us forever since the start of our agency because of how we do business. So we, we, we do not change our culture because our growth has happened. We continue to operate at the level that we do with our clients because that's who we are and we're never going to change that. So our clients are with us because of our relationship we've built with them, the trust they have with us and the results that we, that we bring to them. So with that comes a lot of consulting and a lot of time over the years that when we were younger as an agency, we would see we were adding value to the retainer by consulting outside of our billable hours. And whereas that's a great thing to contribute value and to show more, um, as we grow, we are seeing as numbers of projects and numbers of relationships grow, we're seeing those non-billable hours increase. So really trying to hone the balance between great service, great relationship, great value, and then still executing, you know, within a reasonable space to make sure that we're operating with numbers that support our growth and maintain that continued pace there. Spoken like a, a true leader of the, the, the core business operations. So thank you for that, Rachel. This has been a fascinating conversation. Um, I'm really excited to hear about your growth and your growth plans, the success that you've had in the Shopify market. Sounds awesome. Thanks for uh, sharing some of the your insights around e-commerce, around uh, parent parenthood and running your agency, virtual, uh, scaling up a virtual team, how to adapt and change the genesis of your partnership, having those shared values. I've gotten a ton out of this conversation. I'm sure all of our listeners have today as well. Are you ready for our lightning round? Yes, bring it. What do I win? <laughs> you win uh, a cool sound effect when we transition from that part of the interview to this part of the yes, interview. bring it. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, what is the best advice you've ever received? Only do what you do best. <laughs> and Chelsea, what would you say? Uh, business doesn't happen if sales aren't happening. So honestly, it, it comes back to kind of some of the numbers and like relationships and culture and all of this is so important. But if you're not making sales or hitting what the market needs, you're not having a business. I think, I think Jerry Maguire says, or his, uh, uh, not Jerry Maguire, the other guy in the movie, show me the money, right? I think that's what you just said, right? <laughs> uh, which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Hmm. Well, we were both athletes. I mean, I would say physical fitness is pretty important to us, but on a personal level, I think for me, what I know I bring to the table really well is probably the energy and the momentum. I'm really good at getting people like excited about stuff and rallying to my cause and having this whole concept. And Rachel is the perfect person to help make sure I actually don't leave a, a trail behind me that we're finishing every detail and making it all wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, I think that my detail-oriented rational mindset as a strategist that's still very creative is what I bring, I think, from my personal life into the business well. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you use in your business or life that's helpful you think our listeners would find valuable? Hmm. I mean, I think oh, we have a lot. Walmart grocery pickup. <laughs> Instacart. Make your groceries delivered. <laughs> Literally saves my life. Uh -huh. 
I think busy, right? I mean, just going back to the topic of of busy moms owning an agency, if you can carve out like somebody bringing your groceries to your house and save that hour, you know, that that that's probably a, a good piece of advice. So thanks for sharing that. I don't think it's ever come up on our <laughs> podcast before, but it's probably a pretty good it's time. We probably got great um, like marketing apps and we just give you like groceries. <laughs> uh, the secret to scaling a 30-person agency, Instacart, right? Um we will reach out to them yeah, for a sponsorship. Sure. What book would what book would you recommend and why? Oh, I love books. Okay. Can I give you like my top five or just one? <laughs> we'll go with one. Uh, we, you can do one and a runner right. up. Oh. Okay. So I just finished a couple, but one that I did actually really like was Grant's book 10X. Um, which you might have read or seen, um, just kind of that concept of of massive energy and movement makes things happen. Don't be afraid of that process. Um, and and then a, another, well, I have a number of them. I'll let Rachel pick the next one. I'll think of my runner. Okay, I have I have a go to one and a and a runner up. My go to one is High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard. Love it. Read it probably about five times. Yeah, second that. <laughs> the second one has nothing to do with business at all but it is called The Art of Tennis, The Art of Winning the Game of Tennis. And it's a mindset book. I don't play tennis personally. That's not my athletic side. But it's about the mindset behind winning and strategy. So I love it. Great. Nice. Very. I'm literally reading The Inner Game of Work right now on my desk yeah, by Timothy Galloway. So, oh, it's called The Inner Game of Tennis. That's yeah, what it's called. The Inner, the inner Game of Tennis, tennis. right? Yeah. Yes. And he, the first part of the inner game of work, he just talks about how he wrote this book about tennis and about how all these business, business Love people it. and corporate people started talking to him. So I definitely so I can read that book then. Okay. Yeah, they're, 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 but they're both like a lot of people think that the, the tennis book is, you know, he gets into it, you know, it's, it's, it's different, but you know, uh, we will link out to both of them in our show notes. So if you want to read the inner game of tennis first and then inner game of work by Timothy Galway and uh, other great recommendations there with uh, uh, 10X and Brandon Burchard's book as well. I picked my runner up, by the way. Yes. Extreme Ownership. It's a Navy SEAL book called Extreme Ownership. It's really good about leadership. You probably read it. Anyway, important about taking ownership for everything, for your team, for your business, for life, you know. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we've got many great book recommendations coming out of this episode, as well as a couple of tools and also um, some other resources that you all mentioned throughout the episode, which our listeners can find out more information about those with links and all that good stuff at our website and our show notes. Go to yougurus.com forward slash podcast, and you'll see uh, Chelsea and Rachel's episode right there at the top of the page. If you're listening to this right when the episode came out, click on that episode and you're going to get key takeaways, insights, and then all the links to the resources that were mentioned on today's episode. So check that out, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Chelsea and Rachel, how can our listeners find out more about you? And uh, is there anything that you have they can check out? Yes. Um, so our website's chelseaandrachel.com. Um, you can find us on there. I'll links to social. We're on um, all social networks at, at chelseaandrachel.co or at chelseaandrachelco. We um, also really just love to kind of hang out and have unique conversations. So if you're in the Colorado or Florida network area and want to grab coffee, let us know. But overall, I would say our our website is the best place to find us. And it is spelled C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-N-D-R-A-C-H-E-L. So Chelsea and Rachel spelled the right way. Dot com. Yeah, I think that's the main thing we have. We have a number of things that are coming down the pipeline. We have a few um, 
great free checklist that we can give you if you're in e-commerce and want to just know more. Awesome. Well, we will also link out to your website on our show notes. Again, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Uh, Chelsea and Rachel, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This is awesome. And that is our program for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming at you to help you grow your agency so you can achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Thanks again for tuning in to the Digital Agency Show. Before we close out, I wanted to check in on your answer to my question from the beginning of the episode. Are you stressed out, cash crunched, fed up with your business? Now, if you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead generation problem. Maybe that it's the area you live in or that this market has gotten too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around. And I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now, it's something much deeper that you're likely not even aware of yet. It's like a client who says they need a website, Facebook ads, or a mobile app when they don't even realize it's a deeper challenge that's blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, then I want to invite you to apply for a strategy call where we're going to dig into those underlying issues in your business and get you moving forward like never before. The aha moments that you're going to have will shift the way you think forever, and you'll finally get the answers as to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your YouGurus strategy call today. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start the application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. Thanks again for tuning in. Join us next week for another episode of the Digital Agency Show.